Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you have decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, October 29, 2023, and released on Sunday, November 19, 2023. This week's message is titled, Yes and No, and the scripture references 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 7. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. My sermon today is called Yes and No. My text is in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 17. The Apostle Peter wrote this and he said, Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the King. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to preach your word. We pray, Lord, that your word will not return void. Thank you for this church and the testimony this church has in this community and everywhere in this area. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name I pray. Amen. In our text today, Peter is talking about servants of God. And as Christians, we are all servants of God. Therefore, these four commandments in our text apply to each and every one of us. First, we are to honor all men. And of course, ladies, that means men and women. And another word for honor is respect. A simple example of honor all men is this. It's one I've always tried to live my life by. Treat everyone just like you would like to be treated. And you're going to be okay. Second is that we are to love the brotherhood. Now I'll go into this in more depth in a little later. Third, we as servants are to fear God. And I believe another word for fear here would be to please God. You see, God has laid out very clearly in the Bible what we are to live by and what his punishments are if we don't live by them. So, if you fear God, you will do your best to keep his commandments. Fourth, we are to honor the king. Now, notice in your Bible that king is written as a small case letter. And what that simply means is this. This is referring to our government leaders. That can be very hard if your beliefs are not the same. But yet, we are supposed to honor our government leaders. So today we're going to look at the fact that yes and no are answers to how Christians are to serve the Lord. First of all, let's look at the perfect church. That, in my opinion, would be Happy Valley Baptist Church. <laughs> but Christians are not perfect, folks. And you need to realize that. It has been wisely observed that if we found a perfect church, it would be imperfect the minute we joined it. That's not knocking you, it's just, let me add, you do not become perfect when you join a church either. 
The fact is, as Christians, we are all just sinners saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. And we are born with a sinful nature, folks. And unfortunately, that sinful nature never goes totally away. It'll be there inside you that day that you take your last breath. As a result, all Christians still sin. And we have to work hard in our life to keep that carnal nature intact. In reality, a perfect Christian in God's eyes is a mature Christian. In our next section, we will look at what God expects a mature Christian to look like. In God's plan, churches should reflect Jesus. The definition of a Christian is Christ-like. People should see Jesus in us when they meet us on the street, in a store, at home, wherever. Not just church. People should see Jesus in you at all times. God expects us to be faithful in many ways. First of all, God expects us to be faithful in worship. Why? Because the Bible tells us to. Very simple. A Christian should not neglect Bible study, prayer, and fellowship within the church. And we try to follow God's commandments at Happy Valley the best we can. At Happy Valley, we are in a strong position financially because of you. Our members are very faithful in giving their tithes and offerings to the church. There are so you are so faithful that I've been your pastor for seven and a half years and I've never preached a single sermon on giving. And you know what? As long as we pay our bills each month, you're never going to hear me preach one on giving. Because when that sermon is preached, they're preaching it to either A, a group of Christians that just got saved and they don't know that they're supposed to tithe, or B, you're talking to about a bunch of people that wouldn't tithe anyway. So that's the reason why I don't preach on it, and I don't intend to. We have great leaders in every area of our church service. And as pastor, I practice a I do not micromanage any leader in their position. Why? Because they all do a great job. Why would I? They're fantastic. And I believe our church does reflect Jesus Christ. And some Christians, though, bring dishonor to Jesus. You have probably heard of some of the big names that have fallen. Jimmy Swaggart, who had a homosexual affair while he was had a TV show every Sunday morning. Jim and Tammy Faye Baker, they swindled millions of dollars from Christians all across America. And unfortunately, it happens locally too, folks. There have been people, local Christians, that have fallen 
in dishonor. We've had three local churches desecrated by preachers wanting to get rich. Because of their selfish ways, these so-called ministries destroyed three good works for the Lord. And it is such a shame when a Christian brings dishonor upon their self. So I'm going to ask you a question that you ponder it in your mind as I ask it. Can a person be a Christian without going to church? Now, I've been very careful in wording this part because I don't want to preach to an empty auditorium next week. But relaxing with nature. Oh, can a Christian be on a nice walk in the mountains on a cool morning hunting for a sweet little or maybe a big deer to kill. In that walk, a time is that walk a time to walk with God and, and enjoy the beauty all around you? How about a crisp walk at our beautiful beach? Is that a good way to fellowship with God on Sunday morning? What if you go out and play 18 holes of golf on Sunday morning? Oh my goodness, does that round of golf draw you closer to God on Sunday morning? If you were as bad as me, it would drive you away from God. <laughs> the answer to these questions is yes and no. Okay? Relaxing while walking in nature can be a great time of fellowship between you and God. But the no part, that's the yes part. But the no part is God wants to meet with you somewhere else. God accepts you as you are, folks, when you come to him. You are an individual and none of us are the same. God did not save you to act just like the person sitting next to you. We can draw closer to God while enjoying the great outdoors, and we can reflect on the beauty and joy and enjoy God's good gifts that he has given to us. When I first moved to Carlsbad, I really enjoyed hunting in the country that we live in here. I think our desert is beautiful, even though everything in our desert will either sting you, stick you, or bite you. But it's still beautiful. Just watch where you're walking. I enjoyed deer hunting, dove hunting. I even enjoyed the one time I went quail hunting. Shot 24 shots, killed two rattlesnakes, didn't get a single bird. <laughs> I guess that's the reason why God loved all them critters that I used to hunt. Because when I went hunting, they were all safe. So what I'm saying, if you were a hunter when you were saved, it's all right to still hunt and enjoy your time with God at the same time. So I'm not up here preaching that you shouldn't go hunting. I believe you should. 
Uh, that's something you enjoy and you should do it. And we can draw closer to God in many different ways. Maybe it is talking, taking a walk in nature. Unfortunately, there's another way you can draw closer to God, and that's when a tragedy comes to us. Because when that happens, we automatically turn to God, or we should as a Christian. A point is there can be things like a poem, a good, inspiring story or book, a beautiful song, a gorgeous sunset, or a beautiful sunrise. There's lots of things, anything that makes us reflect on our Lord and Savior is a good thing. It is a good thing. We live in a sinful, horrible world, folks. And anything that can draw us closer to God is precious. Now let's look at the yes and no. When you come to Christ, this is when many things in your life change. You see, once you ask Jesus into your heart, you become a member, Brother Terry sings every Sunday morning, a family of God. You are part of the family of God. And every true Christian is your brother or sister in Christ. And this is where the yes and the no comes in. Yes, you can be a Christian absolutely anywhere. But God expects more from you. God wants you to fellowship with other believers. God wants to see you in church on Sundays, Wednesdays, and any other special occasion. And when you walk into our doors, into our auditorium, you can feel the Holy Spirit moving in our church. We have a blessed church where the Spirit of God meets with us every Sunday. God is present with us as we worship and praise Him every Sunday. And Christians need each other. I can't stress this enough. How important this is for you and the rest of the church. We meet and worship our Lord and Savior each week on Sunday morning, the first day of the week. Our purpose is to praise our Lord, win souls, and edify the saints. Edify is a fancy word that means lift up, encourage, and love. That's what edify means. And every Christian needs fellowship with other believers. I love in our church, when everybody comes, they go around shaking hands, greeting, hugging, and then we have our welcome time, Brother Terry has, and here everybody gets up and shakes hands and hugs again. And that's beautiful. I love it, Brother Terry. That's, that's, that's what our church should be about. Very important. The pandemic damaged many churches all across America. I recently heard from a reliable source about damage to two local churches from the pandemic. 
what was formerly the Methodist Church, I don't even know what they call themselves now, but uh, and First Baptist Church, they both lost about 35% of their attendance from the pandemic, as well as 35% of their income for their ministries. Uh, that's tough. For two large churches, that is a lot of people that's no longer going to church, that's sitting home on their couch watching some TV preacher. Uh, that's I'm not going to get on TV preachers. That's one of the things I'm <laughs> now I want to stay away from because there's some of you might like to listen to them. I don't. Read scripture to you, Hebrews 10, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. This could be a complete sermon in those two verses. But let me just summarize this scripture. We are to love one another while we carry out the great commission that Jesus gave us. And that is to win souls and disciple people to keep the church going when we're gone. Okay? And we are to gather together and encourage each other as the end of the church age draws closer. I encourage you folks to be here next week. I'm going to preach a sermon entitled The Sign. And it's something I think you want to hear. Okay? You will become more like Jesus. And this is what all Christians should strive for. We need to grow in knowledge and faithfulness in service to the Lord. And as you mature, you become more like Jesus. At the judgment seat of Christ, after the rapture has taken place and we're in heaven, you will be able to lay your crown of service at the feet of Jesus if you become more like Jesus. What a day that will be. Our Lord and Savior that gave his life for us that we might live. Yes and no. I guess that's a strange title for my sermon. Yes, you can be a Christian wherever you are as you glorify God. No, you should not forsake being together to worship God. Let us follow our text when Peter said, love the brotherhood. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you in prayer at this time, Father, thanking you for the blessings of your word. We're thankful that we know that you love us regardless of what we do. And we know that you will always cherish us as your children. But we are each other's brothers and sisters. So we need to lift each other up, love each other, encourage each other, particularly as this last day approaches. 
In your precious name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray that you know Jesus as your personal Savior. If you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior and would like to talk with someone, we would love to talk with you. We are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area at 4103 West Texas Street. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We also have a Wednesday night Bible study that meets at 6 p.m. We encourage you to get connected to a local church in your community and get involved in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm, as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. Thank you and God bless.